This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. You can now take KRBN Internet News Talk Radio with you on your mobile phone as we are making it easier to listen to the great hosts here on KRBN, including our very own West Lane County Commissioner, Jay Bozovich. It's free and available on Google Play. Just look for player.fm. That's player.fm and search for KRBN. Live from Lane County, Oregon, it's the Bo's Nose Show with your host, West Lane County Commissioner, Jay Boltovich. And now, here's Jay. afternoon and it's another beautiful day in the Pacific Northwest and you've got the Bo's Nose Show coming to you live from beautiful downtown Elmira, Oregon. And uh, I'm your host, Jay Bozovich, Westland County Commissioner. And I am flying solo today. So uh, I am running the board and also uh, doing a show. So if things get a little weird, it's because I am flying solo. I do not have the help of Robin, my producer, and call screener. Uh, and so it might get a little clunky here today on the Bose Nose Show. But it is a free-for-all day, which means you can control the topic just by calling me at 646-721-9887. Just press 1, and that lets me know that you want to get in on the show. You're not just calling in to listen. Um, because it puts a little question mark up on my board, so I'll get to you, and uh, we'll have a conversation here. But I've been uh, kind of thinking long-term. Last week, we talked kind of back of what, what happened over the last year. We kind of did a 2017 in retrospect, and uh, this show, I'd like to look forward. In fact, I want to look a little bit further forward. Uh, in, in fact, I want to get to you know, thinking about where you want Lane County and your community to be in three to five years from now, because we just started in on revising Lane County strategic plan today, uh, spent a bunch of time in a uh, meeting room with a bunch of other Lane County staff and the other county commissioners and some interested parties talking about uh, where Lane County wants to go, because, it, you know, when you develop a strategic plan, the first thing you want to know is where you want to go, what's your destination, you know, it's kind of like that's your goals, what's your, you know, your vision for Lane County. So if you wanted to uh, give us a, a, a call here at 646-721-9887, just press one, let us know you want to get in on the conversation. And it uh, looks like uh, I got Robin back uh, from uh, it on the line, or at least uh, monitoring here. So hopefully she'll help me with the technical aspects of the show today. But I really want to know uh, where you want Lane County to go. You know, what do you see, you know, three to five years from now, if you everything went the way you wanted to go, what would Lane County uh, look like? What would it feel like to live here? Um, what would it be like? You know, what are what are some of the things you'd like Lane County to be like uh, three years, five years out, I mean, even 10 or 20 years out? What is your long-term vision of how you want this community to be? You know, and that that that's a question we got asked today. And and it it's kind of interesting to think about, you know, what what's your what's your vision for Lane County? Uh, you know, Everybody has a little bit different. You know, some people kind of want to go back to the future. They, their vision involves how they remember Lane County 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Um, and they kind of want to get back to that. Some people are more forward looking and, and, and 
have other things on their mind. Like they may see Lane County in the future with uh, driverless cars shuttling us to and from our, our green high-tech jobs, um, where we go home to our um, tiny houses. Uh, you know, is that is that the future you see for Lane County? Um, you know, what are some of the things you want from Lane County? Because really, it's kind of important for me to understand how the community feels about this in some ways. So this is your opportunity to start providing input. And we are going to have some opportunities in our developing our strategic plan for folks to uh, uh, get in and, and work with uh, us on developing a strategic plan over the next several weeks. We're going to be doing some community survey work and some outreach and all that. Um, I'll probably provide some links uh, through Facebook uh, to get to that. But, you know, if you want to tell me today live, you know, over the phone, 646-721-9887. Again, that's 646-721-9887. Just press 1, and that lets us know you want to get in on the conversation. And we'll talk about Lane County's future. So, you know, not only do we have to know kind of, you know, where, we, where we're going, in the strategic plan, but you know, the second thing you got to know is what's the best way to get there. Um, you know, so it's kind of like you got to have a destination, then you got to have a route, and then um, then you got to have some way of telling if you stayed on that route. You know, or, or you know, some way of measuring the fact that you know whether you're you know going still going that same direction. That's the best way to get to that goal. So you know, it, you think about it. It's kind of like using your uh, your uh, Garmin or your GPS or, or whatever your map system is for your car when you want it to give you driving directions. You got to put in a destination. It will tell you, you know, then you got to pick which route's the best route because sometimes it'll give you alternate routes and you'll pick the route you want. And then as you go along, if you vary from that route, that thing will tell you, you know, that you have to, you know, make a U-turn to get back on the route or turn right turn right and turn left, you know, to get back on the route. It keeps you on that route as you go along because it's constantly measuring against what, you know, your position, where you are versus the route you selected. So strategic planning is a little bit like a GPS system. It kind of gets you to going where you want to go. But one of the first things we have to know is where do we want to go as a county and as a community here in, in, in Lane County and for me in Western Lane County, and we sort of did a, a little bit of focus group work with our, uh, we're actually using some folks out of Portland State University to help facilitate this strategic planning effort. And they did some uh, focus groups uh, out in the community a little bit. And we did hear some common themes coming back from that. And, you know, in particular, one is about rural services and the lack of services in rural areas and uh, the need for everything from internet in rural communities to access to mental health services to uh, rural sheriff's patrols uh, rural economic development issues um, hearing more of that um, issue of the urban rural divide and trying to close that gap um, in lane county was one of the the re re recurring themes we heard in some of those focus groups um, and then one of the things we heard quite a bit and that came up today in some of our brainstorming is the need to deal with the housing crisis, whether it's providing supportive housing for homeless people with intensive case management to just increasing the overall housing supply to keep the cost of housing down and how that ties into economic development and continued, you know, the need for higher wage jobs, uh, and how that will support uh, tax revenues, which will help our education system and you know, ultimately help our graduation rate. You know, so there's kind of a, a little bit of a full circle thing there. But I kind of wonder, you know, what's some of the visions you have of Wayne County? Is it that, you know, driverless cars going to your tiny home after you've left your green high tech job? Or is it, you know, getting out in the woods and, you know, working in the timber industry uh, all day, 
coming home to your single family home out in the country with a little bit of acreage, uh, being able to enjoy some hunting and fishing in, in some pristine areas of our county and uh, protecting our, our rural environment. Uh, at the same time, as you relax in that home in the evening, being able to have high-speed internet available um, and uh, just you know enjoying your your home life in a secure fashion, knowing that if you go away for the weekend, some uh, drug addict isn't going to break into your home and steal everything because we've got a lot of good rural patrol out there. You know what 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 is your vision for Lane County? And, and again. I'm putting the number out there a lot because I'd really like to hear other people's vision because I kind of heard inside baseball today. You know, everybody that was basically at this meeting today was Lane County staff, Lane County elected officials like the tax assessor and the sheriff, um, other uh, commissioners. There re really wasn't, um, you know, average Joe citizen. You know, w what are you looking for? in the future of Lane County. I, I kind of have a few of my own ideas what I'd like to see. You know, one of which is I'd like to see more housing in Lane County uh, and, and expanding the, the housing supply because I truly think that is the key to economic development, getting good jobs in this county. Uh, I also would like to see us be able to provide rural patrol. How we pay for that might be an expanded, um, you know, uh, timber, uh, revenues from federal, uh, federally owned forest, uh, but also there may be a need to get to some other ways of, of providing that rural patrol. Um, but I would like to see us increase uh, that. And I, I'd also like to see us deal with a few uh, issues like um, youth homelessness and the whole issue of trying to get uh, youth sheltered quickly so they don't uh, spend a lot of time on the street where they become victims of human trafficking or develop drug addictions and other issues uh, that are secondary to, to their, their temporary homelessness. You know, rapid resheltering of youth has been shown to prevent long-term homelessness as an adult. There's a, a clear study in it, and there's something that people refer to as the 15th night, um, where if youth are on the street for more than two weeks, um, that once they've been in, on the street for, quote, that 15th night, they are 80% more likely to be chronically homeless as an adult. In fact, you know, that's basically at that, that's like a tipping point. So if we can get those youth off the street quickly and the faster, the better, because they say basically if you're uh, under 18 and on the street, within 72 hours, somebody will attempt to recruit you into prostitution slash uh, human trafficking rings, that you will be approached at least once every 72 hours. So you think about how, how much there's a need to rapidly rehouse youth for multiple reasons um, to prevent that long-term chronic homelessness. You know, as we think about how do we deal with homelessness, what are the long-term solutions that actually will have an impact on reducing it? Keeping kids off the street is definitely a strategy I think is worth looking into for Lane County. So maybe part of my future vision of Lane County is we have a system of response to uh, street kids that gets them off the street really fast, gets them in, in some good case management, gets them into temporary shelter and then into alternative shelter, maybe rehoused back in their homes, or, or permanently into foster um, situations and, and whatever that keeps these kids off the street for any length of time. That might be part of my vision that we have this community that provides that for our youth uh, here in Lane County. So, you know, that's just one of the things I might think of. I, I am, you know, really um, some of the things that came out of our meetings today and out of our focus groups were that whole issue of the need for rural patrol. And that's something that I've, I've gotten my vision is that we find a way to provide stable, permanent funding for our patrol division in our sheriff's office that allows us to expand that rural patrol to the point where we're 
dealing with property crime well out in, in, in rural Lane County so folks feel safe. But at the same time, one of the issues is our, our patrol strength is so low, we're not doing a lot of traffic safety enforcement. And Lane County's, you know, Oregon itself is, is a leader in the growth of traffic fatalities in our nation. But Lane County has begun to lead Oregon in traffic fatalities. And that's something that, you know, I really, you know, feel is an important aspect of increasing rural patrol is the impact it will also have on traffic safety. Because that, that there's a clear tie between enforcement and good driving behavior. And uh, that, that's, you know, so in my vision, I see us having a well-funded uh, rural patrol staff in our, our sheriff's department uh, that is, you know, out there dealing with property crime and, and uh, traffic safety issues, and that we see that it results in that reduction in, in property crime. People are feeling more safe out in rural areas. And also, we reduce our traffic fatalities and traffic uh, severe injuries due to, to you know, traffic accidents. You know, so that's kind of part of also in, in kind of my vision for Lane County. And in, in addition to that, that we're bringing things like high-speed internet to our rural communities because you know, that may be a key to employment in the future. You know, one of the things that, you know, also will help traffic safety is if people don't have to leave their homes to work necessarily or leave their homes as often. And, you know, I'm fortunate here that at least I've got the option of DSL through my, you know, copper wires on my tele from my telephone company uh, and allows my wife actually to run a business from our rural home that employs five other people, uh, you know, that that's somewhat the, the, the future, being able to have that interconnectivity with enough bandwidth to actually do work from home. It's also maybe the future of our education system and, and supplementing our education system to getting it, you know, to where it's lower in cost, but higher in quality and effectiveness is, you know, being able to get right into a person's house and putting a kid, uh, you know, on a tablet or in front of a, a computer and uh, reaching them directly, um, you know, through FaceTime and other, other um, you know, high-tech methods of, of teaching that have been shown really effective. I mean, the Oregon Connections Academy has an amazing graduation rate. Um, you know, through, you know, some of the supplementing homeschooling and other ways through the internet. Um, it, so, you know, that, you know, getting that high-speed internet out into rural areas, and that can, you know, how does that happen? Does it happen with Lane County using our video lottery money to help support uh, middle mile um, pieces of the internet and extending uh, some of these high-speed hubs closer out to rural communities where, you know, folks can do that last mile connection and last, you know, couple miles connection down to uh, people's actual homes. Um, is it, you know, facilitating uh, some of these new, uh, what they call mini towers that go on telephone poles for cellular service where you can actually maybe uh, increase the ability for uh, cellular bandwidth out in rural communities and, and maybe your cell phone becomes your data hub. If you're say on a north facing slope out in Deadwood where you can't get satellite access and there's virtually no uh, DSL because you're too far from uh, telephone uh, central offices, you know, that may be the next uh, high speed data, you know, network. But, you know, somewhere in that vision for Lane County is high speed data availability in rural communities. You know, is that going to be something that helps our education system, our economic development, uh, even can bring health care right into people's homes where you can FaceTime with a nurse practitioner or, uh, you know, consult with a mental health specialist, you know, about um, a family member that may be expressing some, you know, depressive behaviors and maybe, you know, be a possible risk for suicide. Um, 
that's the kind of things you know that that comes with that high speed bandwidth so you know what what are the visions you see for Lane County uh, three to five years from now uh, ten years from now twenty years from now I want to know what you see in Lane County so give me a call six four six seven two one nine eight seven and uh, just press one and that lets Robin my call screener and producer extraordinaire know you want to get in on the conversation here on the Bo's Nose Show on KRVN Internet News Talk Radio. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Uh, we have uh, KRBN Internet News Talk Radio Facebook page. Uh, if you like us on Facebook, that'll make sure you kind of get uh, our news feed when we're posting uh, promos for the next show, what the topics are going to be, if there's going to be a guest, all that good stuff. And don't forget, we're also broadcasting uh, on Facebook Live. Uh, hopefully that's working today now that Robin's back at the board. And uh, just want to you know, kind of wonder, Robin, you're you're not a rural resident. You live in Springfield. I'm curious, what's your vision? If you could just dream big, what do you see Lane County looking like in five years? You know, what will it, what would it be for you? Well, I would hope that uh, Lane County would kind of encourage more jobs to come in and. Just a second. I need to cut off the monitor on the other side. I'm getting echo back. But I don't know if that will happen unless things change, like in the permit process, where um, they streamline the permits, make it more affordable for that, and get uh, crime and homelessness under control. I think there's a lot of issues that could that could really affect the growth that we have in this area. Yeah. So. Let me see if I can flip that around into a, you know, a vision for Lane County. So, so if you, as you see Lane County five years from now, there's uh, good job opportunities for folks out there. Um, people are feeling safe because you know property crimes under control, and we've you know streamlined our permit process to where people have built enough housing. Uh, to where housing affordability is reasonable and it's uh, kind of helping out with our um, homeless population, which some of which is developing now just because people can't really afford housing uh, under current wages that are available in Lane County. So sort of for you, it's, it, you know, there's, there's good employment available, affordable housing, and adequate um, Law enforcement, the public safety system that folks can feel safe. Does that does that sort of capture what you're saying? Uh, pretty much. And I think one of the things I'd like to throw into that as well, and is like um, oh, 20 years ago when we used to have citizens groups like Lane County React, and we were able to work side by side with law enforcement uh, on stuff like you know neighborhood patrols, accidents, that type of stuff. Um, that would be nice to come back. It's kind of hard to do it now, thanks to the FCC and digitization and and scrambling. But uh, it was kind of a, a good partnership. It also took a lot of the, um, especially during budget crunch back then, it freed up some of the officers to do more uh, crime investigations. Yeah, and I, I see, um, you know, one of the things that probably maybe we need to do a better job of advertising is there are volunteer opportunities with our sheriff's department um, that do help us free up folks for more critical services that, that you need a sworn law enforcement officer for, whether it's, you know, folks that want to just help out um, in the lobby of the sheriff's office, answering questions and, and, you know, pointing people in the right direction, you know, that, that may not be able to get out and do something out in the community like the REACT folks do, you know, that's a little bit more sedentary and maybe tailored to somebody that might be, uh, have less mobility. Uh, to There are actual opportunities for folks to become, uh, you know, to, to do ride-alongs and then eventually, um, you know, get involved in our search and rescue if you have, have the ability to get out there in the woods. Um, there, there's there's several different opportunities uh, 
to, to do volunteer work. And in fact, you know, we even have, for those of you that are, are uh, equine oriented, we have the Sheriff's Mounted Posse where you can even help out there. And they do everything from search and rescue to um, they do the parking of, of folks at, at the uh, Lane County Fair. So <laughs> there are opportunities to volunteer, but maybe we need to do a better job of that. But it also, it's limited because we do have with our limited budget for the sheriff's office right now, um, we have limited ability to run some of those programs like like the neighborhood watch and all that stuff. And I think if we had expanded funding three to five years from now and more patrol officers, we could expand those those volunteer opportunities like React. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So so it's kind of one of those things that it's sad that some of those opportunities have gone away, but part of the reason they've gone away is it, 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 you have to have somebody that manages those volunteers that's on the paid side. And, and it's gotten to the point where, you know, we, we just don't have that, that capacity on some, some, some areas. And of course, like you mentioned, reacts changed a lot because, you know, now because of uh, issues, uh, you know, where the, the the criminal element has decided you know understands monitoring uh, police frequencies helps them too you know we've gone to scrambled police frequencies and uh, secure communications um, particularly when we're dealing with you know homeland security and other issues uh, and then trying to get interagency operability so it's gotten a lot tougher for the average citizen to just buy a scanner and then become you know helpful you know on certain calls um, with the sheriff's department uh, because you just can't, you know, so it's going to take a different, um, a different model to try and run that sort of program. Correct. Well, I guess on a positive note that one, uh, giving Eugene's failings, I would say that considering now it might be, you'd know more about this at the urban growth boundaries or how that would work is that, because Eugene has always been not business friendly, that doesn't mean that Lane County can't, which is why some of the surrounding towns like Junction City, Coburg have been uh, flourishing a little bit. So would there be any reason why outside the city limits in county pro territory, why we couldn't encourage businesses to come and relocate? Um, yeah, and that that's, so very true and I think it's not just businesses I think you know as you know Eugene failed to expand um, their urban growth boundary for residential lands and has been kind of artificially limiting the availability of housing through their their you know their land use processes we're going to have to look to other communities to try and make up some of those housing gaps and as as well as some of the providing some of the opportunities for economic development junction city's probably been a star in, in doing that they've kept their you know urban growth boundary expanding for both residential and employment lands and you look at they're the fastest growing community by percentage in lane county as far as percent population growth and you, you look at the businesses that they've managed to attract because they are, you know, very welcoming to business there. They've managed to get um, Cosmos Creations there, uh, which is, you know, that, that, that puffed corn treat that I swear it doesn't matter what size bag you buy, it's single serving because the stuff's addictive. Uh, <laughs> but they moved out there. Um, yeah, I don't know if I love their salted caramel, and I can, you know, they they got those huge bags sometimes at Costco, and yeah. I I can't buy those. You know, if I open it, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> 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 to the point where I'm getting, yeah. Um, so I like going by, you know, Dairy Mart, getting those little teeny bags, because then I don't feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. But that. Exactly. That's, that's, now we're discussing Jay's personal weaknesses. <laughs> but uh, but Cosmo Creations moved out there, and then they they expanded. They helped them expand, uh, and now they they actually built a new building. Um, they got a, a new um, 
extrusion equipment with some money from Lane County and some help from Junction City, uh, and and they're they're expanding their workforce out there. You've got um, the the um, folks from Winnebago that moved into the Country Coach facility out there, and have started that new high-end um, motor coach line there. And now they're going to start a trailer uh, line out there too. It looks like, um, and of course, you know that's where we managed to get the uh, state uh, hospital out there because Junction City was welcoming to that development. Right. And then next to the state hospital, because the infrastructure is there, we've got grain millers uh, that's actually bought a parcel out there for their future expansion. And they've actually decided to uh, build a plant there for granola bars uh, that they're moving a Canadian company down in to uh, manufacture granola uh, bars uh, out there in Junction City, adding another 75 jobs. So these rural communities can be, um, you know, where some of that housing and economic development activity happens. Exactly. And we're hoping to simulate some of that. PACTEC, I think, is also one that uh, was trying to expand in, in Eugene and ran into issues and decided to go outside the city limits. And the question is, why is that? But, you know, like when you talk about affordable housing, like you and I talked before, like property taxes, for example, which are going up to the point that, uh, um, like, my house is worth about 200000 and there's houses in Springfield here that, are having to pay 3000 plus a year in property taxes and some even higher. And, uh, you know, like on my salary, if it got to that point, I have to move. I have no choice. Yeah. And that's just, you know, one of the things. But you look out, you know, I, would I was going to say, but, but you look outside, just go outside the city limits and property taxes are one third of, of what mine are. Yeah, yeah, and that's sort of where some of the opportunity lies in in um, providing that affordable housing is actually outside city limits, and that's where I, you know, we talked extensively in some past programs about accessory dwelling units, and also just encouraging rural residential uh, development uh, to some degree because that is the easier place where there, if if there isn't that tax um, burden on some of those properties, it's a lot easier to, if you're the uh, landlord, to rent at a lower rate because you're not having to pay that that huge property tax burden. So that's, you know, while we're talking about all the services folks want, we also have to think about needing to do it in such an efficient way that, you know, when, one of my, you know, if we're going to talk about Lane County five, ten years down the road, that we're providing our services efficiently enough that we can keep our property tax burden down to where it's still affordable for folks like you and also particularly for senior citizens. One of the things that's kind of insidious, insidious about property taxes is it makes it so you never really own your home outright. You know, you can be the senior citizen that, you know, worked for a 45-year career in our community They've got, you know, managed to put some money away of their own for retirement. They've got their Social Security. They paid off their house, so they don't have a mortgage. Yet every November, they get a bill for their property taxes. It's one of the biggest bills they get of the year. And their seniors, you know, as they get on these fixed incomes, they may have been doing okay when they you know, retired at 70 on their Social Security. But now that they're 90, and really all they've been paying is property taxes for the last 20 years, sometimes that property tax bill can get so big it drives them out of a home that they've been living in for 50 years. And, and you don't ever really truly own your home because if you don't pay your property taxes, we'll take it away from you. And, and that's, you know, one of those things that I always bear in mind as I consider um, what I want to do as as a county that, Ultimately, there's folks like that and folks like you that property taxes can can drive them out of their housing. So we need to, in, our, in that vision of Lane County, that we are, you know, 
being cost effective and controlling our cost and 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 being um, really impactful in, in how we're spending our money that we keep those taxes down in the future and, we, and we're we're doing our best to to not raise those taxes so you know as as we're dreaming big for Lane County today and talking about our our vision for Lane County one of the things we want to keep in mind is is that in the background there's this uh, other little destination goal we have of of efficiency and effectiveness you know which also might mean we are also uh, using best practices and innovative technology to deliver services you know as I was dreaming about the internet and stuff like that you know it may not be the most efficient thing for Lane County to be building uh, rural medical clinics if we can deliver uh, that medical service at least consultation work maybe not physical service through the internet you know to some of some rural residents you know and there may be other things that we can do um, you know through you know improving our our is capabilities internally at lane county that will help us you know be more efficient not have to hire additional staff to add capacity we can do it through adding technology so uh, there's that you know that's part of the how you know we talked about first you have to have your des destination and then second you have to know how, what route you're going to take to get there so part of that how might be staying efficient so we can keep property taxes down as we try and reach that goal of people feeling safe of people having you know good paying jobs of affordable housing in this county one of the ways of getting there is we have to control our cost on the government side of things so the taxes stay low enough for you to stay in your home robin and for that 90 year old i was describing that's been retired for 20 years to be able to stay in their home uh, so that their property tax doesn't you know drive them out of their home so what else can you imagine for lane county in the future that's what we're talking about today on the bose no show but it is a free-for-all day so you can change the conversation you don't want to talk about lane county's future you want to talk about something that happened in the past or you want to talk about national politics or state politics or anything at all that's on your mind just call us at 646-721 9887 here on the Bose Nose Show. Again, that's 646 721 9887. Just press one. Let's us know you want to get in on, on the conversation. And uh, also, you know, you can e email us at talk at krbnradio.net. And you can do that anytime. Again, it's talk at krbnradio.net. And um, you know, we hey, can, can I get something in real quick? Shows, so. Sure. I just want to say that, uh, uh, especially on Facebook, where we have um, people talking about what's going on in Lane County, especially there was one particular website I can think of um, that we kind of show our show on, is that instead of complaining about it on Facebook, here is a perfect opportunity to talk directly to one of our Lane County commissioners and give them your thoughts exactly, not only what's wrong, but your suggestions to how to improve it. Yep. It, it so there's is your an plug. opportunity for folks to talk. Yep. Yeah, you can talk to me one-on-one. -on -one. But, you know, I'm also available on Facebook. In fact, this show is available on Facebook. Uh, we do stream on Facebook Live now, and also, you know, like our our Facebook page, uh, the KRBN Internet News Talk Radio page, and uh, that way you'll get, you know, in your news feed our our promos for what's coming up on the show and all that good stuff, and when the show is coming on. But it is an opportunity for you to call in at at six four six seven two one nine eight eight seven. And uh, tell me what, you know, what you think's wrong. And then we may, you know, on today's show, because we're talking about the future, what's it look like if that's fixed? You know, 
one of the things I think that's wrong here in Lane County is that, you know, I have to drive over the Beltline Willamette River Bridge every day on my way into the office there at Lane County because I live on the wrong side of the river, uh, more or less, to get to downtown, down Delta. Um, and uh, I get stuck in that morning jam and I get stuck in the afternoon jam. And, you know, if I had uh, my, you know, that's something I think that's wrong. So how do I fix that? You know, in my future, we have gone through the road improvements there to add some lanes and to maybe divert some of the local traffic off of, of Beltline to where when I drive to work, I'm not sitting in stop and go traffic somewhere between River Road and Northwest Expressway all the way down to, to the Delta Highway exit um, at, you know, 7.45 every morning uh, trying to get into work. And that if there's somebody sneezes over that bridge and has a fender bender, that it doesn't back traffic up all the way past Highway 99 on one direction and back to I-5 in the other direction. Uh, that would be one of those vision things, you know, where there's something, there's a problem I can tell you that's going on in Lane County. So how do you flip that around to how you'd like to see that in the future, that we've widened those bridges, provided alternates, uh, you know, for folks making that trip, you know, uh, whether it's a, that local bridge between uh, Santa Clara and North Eugene there and Green Acres Road to get them off the Beltline or, it's, you know, a better, you know, system of, of you know, bikeways and mass transit, whatever your vision is there that ultimately I'm not sitting in traffic at 745 every morning. So that that's really, uh, you know, as you as you're on Facebook and, and you're you've got that complaint about local government or just government in general or things that aren't right in your community, flip it around. What's it look like if they were right in community? And, and then what would it take to make them right? Kind of what strategic planning is all about and the exercise we're going through here in Lane County. You'll probably be hearing more about it over the next month. We hope to wrap this up sometime in February and have a new strategic plan because we're kind of at the end of our last three-year strategic plan. And you can actually review that on our Lane County website. If you just, you know, go to lanecounty.org and in the little search bar put strategic plan, you'll find all sorts of stuff about our strategic planning. and. Uh, probably more than you ever want to know, but interesting enough, we achieved a lot of the goals we set out in our last three-year strategic plan. Um, and, uh, you know, that we talked about that a little bit last week's show as we look back on 2017. But if we were to do a three-year look back, you'd be surprised about how many of the uh, uh, goals that we set. And we, we, we kept updating that plan as we went along and setting new goals, but we achieved a lot of goals over those three years partly because we did have this plan and we knew where we wanted to get to. We planned a route to get there and we kept measuring whether we were getting there or not. And that's kind of what strategic planning is all about. Helps kind of tie all of our, you know, we've got so many different services and departments in Lane County from waste management out at the landfill to our federally qualified health clinics and public health and health and human services. How do those two vastly different parts of our organization come in with a common goal and, and, and tie themselves to each other in some way? And our overarching thing is this strategic plan that kind of helps people uh, work towards, you know, where we all kind of are rowing in the same direction, uh, pulling at the same time and, and you know, getting down the, the road you know, to those goals of a better Lane County in the future. Um, but, you know, everybody has a different vision of what a better Lane County might be. And I want to hear your vision because, you know, every everybody kind of thinks a little bit differently. Um, you know, some people's vision may be that we, you know, uh, get into more of a farming situation. We're growing more local food. Um, and, you know, maybe we're, we're uh, trying to do a lot more uh, green energy and, and um, 
some of these, uh, you know, uh, you know, trying to, to to live smaller, like in tiny homes, and have less impact, and uh, using less resources, personally, and and working in that direction. Is that you know? Is that really you know? Is that your end vision uh, of trying to get to that sort of a, a community here in Lane County, or is your 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 end vision to be uh, a really vibrant community. It, does your vision have anything to do with the arts and culture? Uh, you know, uh, education. You know, what 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 do you want out of Lane County? And again, our number. If you want to tell me that is six four six seven two one nine eight eight seven six four six seven two one nine eight eight seven. Press one lets us know you want to get in on the conversation. And uh, tell me what you think you'd like to see Lane County be like, uh, you know, three, five years from now, 10 years, 20 years from now. I mean, do you want us to be more uh, like Portland, San Francisco, Seattle? Um, do you want us to be more like um, Bend or, uh, you know, Boise, uh, Salt Lake City? Do you want us to be... Uh, you know, LA, do you want us to be um, more like uh, Junction City or Cottage Grove? Do you want us to be smaller? Do you want us to be bigger? Do you want us to be more urban? Do you want us to, you know, have a, have a you know, should we be San Jose and be the Silicon Valley and the Silicon Shire, uh, as they like to call it here in Lane County? You know, what what do you want Lane County to be? And, and there'll be more opportunity besides this radio program to give input. And I'll, I'll post that up on our uh, KRBN Internet News Talk radio Facebook page, some links for you to participate in our strategic planning process here as citizens. Uh, so you can tell us what you want, even when uh, you're not listening to the show and could call me at 646-721-9887 uh, and let me know directly how you want Lane County to, to develop and, and, and move into the future. Um, but, you know, that's, you know, we talked about kind of some of the, uh, you know, jobs and, and uh, public safety aspects, maybe some transportation, a few other things and, and being efficient. One of the things we haven't talked about is, is how's the community feel? You know, what, what's it, what's it like to be um, a person in this, in this uh, community in Lane County? You know, one of the things we've talked about on this show is the divisiveness and, and some of the, um, you know, the, the inner, the, the poor uh, interactions that go between people nowadays. Uh, and, and what passes for public discourse and how strident it's become and, and uh, the attack mode and, and, and trying to, you know, have people identify in groups and pit groups against one another. One, another. You know, one of the things I have a vision for Lane County is a future where, you know, we're much less um, divisive and more willing to listen and assign good intentions to our fellow people, and in that way become more welcoming to uh, diverse opinions and um, diverse people, and and you know appreciative of people's you know individual rights, and you know just having a better you know community conversation where people feel free to give input and and. Uh, we're listening to that input and taking it, you know, as a government, you know, as Lane County, um, you know, engaging folks in providing that input and and reacting to it and utilizing it. It's not just about taking public comments. It's actually uh, listening to what the public's saying and doing things. I mean, we've done some of that in the past. Uh, we've, you know, had had significant conversations on this radio program when we had. You know, we're trying to uh, find a way to save money in our solid waste system because we're get we're going 
kind of upside down to where we're either going to have to raise rates or, or um, not be able to provide for future services at landfill. And one of the things we did was we, uh, we came out with a draft plan that would have had us uh, closing some of our rural uh, transfer stations. And we went out and asked for people's input on that plan. And the input was, we really don't want those stations to close. We'd rather pay the higher rates, which was not what we thought people uh, wanted. But we listened to what the public input said, and we changed the plan. And we kept those rural transfer stations open and raised some of the, the transfer, uh, you know, the tipping cost at those um, transfer stations and kept them open. And uh, that's just one example of, you know, engaging people for public input and being reactive to it. And it's kind of part of the reason why I do this, you know, Bo's Nose Show. It's kind of a flippant name for the show and all that stuff, but really it's about engaging folks, letting them know what's going on in Lane County so they can be educated enough to provide a reaction back to me and to other folks at Lane County. And then we can actually, um, you know, tailor what we're doing to some of that public interaction that I'm hoping to stimulate through the Bo's Nose Show. And you can be part of that public interaction by calling me at 646-721-9887. And uh, let me know what, what, where you want things to go in Lane County or, you know, anything that you want to see changed here. You know, call me with what you think is wrong with our community. Because one of the things I, I in, a, in a different organization, I went through a visioning process. And one of the things they started out with is they, you know, it was a, a organization I was with at the time. It was a, 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 a private sector business that was having a little bit of dysfunction and uh, uh, was in a little bit of crisis. So they took a bunch of people off site and the first thing they had everybody do was list all the problems. And, and everything was fair game, you know, trying, you know, and they had everybody list the problems. And they came up with this long list of everything that was wrong. And then they said, okay, everybody, take this list and for each one of these problems, write what it would look like if that, you know, that problem didn't exist. You know, if, 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 that, if that was fixed. You know, what's the you know, what's the positive side if this was this this problem wasn't there, what would it what would it look like? So sometimes to get to what is the good future you want to be like, you have to kind of identify what's the current problems now. And then we can flip those. Kind of like, you know, when Robin talked about her high, her taxes being too high, then some of the flip of that is how do we keep those taxes from increasing in the future? And, and, and is that a goal, holding taxes down and being efficient in government? You know, so thought I, were you trying to jump in there, Robin, for a second? Sure. thought I heard you start talking. Yeah. Oh, no, no. no. Go ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you make a good point. But what I was thinking about all of this is that I think some, and I don't know if it's just the climate of the 21st century, but or people just get beat down enough and feel like they can't do anything. But how do you get, I wonder if it's just an atmosphere of what good does it do for me to get involved and why should I care? Yeah. Well, and that's where I, I, I use the example of our waste management plan, you know, was where people got involved and we changed it to what people wanted. So, you know, when you talk about why should you get involved and why should you should care, um, this is your opportunity to kind of tell Lane County government, you know, where, where you want your community to go. And we're going to start trying to set some goals and, and develop uh, a road map to getting to those goals based around what people are telling us. So why should you care? If there's something you don't like about your community today, something that's bugging you, you know, and something, you know, and particularly, you know, even if it's just that I, my, my input doesn't matter, let us know that. And we'll say, okay, one of our goals should be to provide a way for us to get public input easily and react to it. And yeah. so your can input I, I, does matter. Can I put you on the spot for just a second? 
Okay, because this is something sure. that you shared you shared with me that I didn't realize is that um, there's been a well. I mean, I went to a town hall with you and saw the reaction, and you as a commissioner have told me you've actually changed your outlook or your opinion based on those town halls and the input. So yeah. that's encouraging. They, they that means that means that. Uh, Yeah, yeah, so that's, it, it's, go ahead. yeah, it's a value of Wayne County and, and this area to involve the public in our process. And just involving them, you know, without actually, you know, utilizing their input is a sham in a lot of ways. And I think it's one of our values and our integrity and in, in trying to build trust with the people that if we do involve them and ask for their input, we're actually going to do something with that input. And, you know, in particular, the, the, the case we're talking about is, you know, we were looking at that uh, uh, overnight camping, you know, car slash car camping pilot out in the Santa Clara area. And I, you know, knowing the history of the existing program that we were looking to expand, was supportive of the program because it's been a very efficient, low-impact program history-wise. But the reaction we were getting from the public on that was so negative that I actually voted against moving ahead with that because I felt we hadn't done a good job of, you know, educating the public about what we were doing because there's a lot of misunderstanding that that overwhelming sentiment I was getting from the public was don't move forward. So that's, you know, I went from, I'm going to move, I was, you know, probably going to be a vote to move forward to I'm going to have to vote against this because we failed in the process to convince the public it's the right, you know, that they, they want to move forward and they're telling me not to. So yeah, that public input will change, um, you know, how we go. Uh, in some things. I mean, I have to say, though, there are some core principles. Public input's not going to change for me. I, I, I'm not going to uh, violate individual rights of people because there's a lot of people out there screaming for me to do so. <laughs> uh, that's just one of my core principles. Uh, you know, when it gets down to what your what your inherent uh, inalienable rights are, um, I don't step on those because there's a lot of public outcry to do so, which is kind of where, you know, um, some things I, I, I stay away from uh, sometimes. So there's a balance to that. Sometimes you have to, to check some of that, you know, that public input is, is it just because there's, you know, a quick story that, that's driven a lot of uh, uh, emotion and does that emotion need to be balanced uh, with some, some other things, but uh, yeah, there public input quite often changes what we do here in Lane County, and, and I can give example after example of how um, you know our parks master plan. You know, we had a draft that was developed by staff that you know basically hit like a lead balloon in some communities, and we pulled it off and start and did a rewrite based on the fact that it wasn't wasn't um, very popular. Uh, our waste management plan to try and uh, uh, make the system more efficient wasn't, you know, got a lot of negative reaction. We completely changed that. Um, but we always try to ask for your input. And the Bose Nose Show is one of the ways we can get your input. And I, I really appreciate, you know, folks listening to the Bose Nose Show. Like us on Facebook, KRBN Internet News Talk Radio. And uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of the Bose Nose Show, coming to you here live from beautiful downtown Elmire, Oregon. Thank you for listening, and hopefully you can imagine a good future for Lane County. Let me know. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you then.
This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.